0: All right, welcome everybody. Uh, welcome again to the Caregiver's Care Jar podcast. My name is Vaughn Foy, the voice brander, and I am here with my wonderful co-host and friend, Miss Christy. Say hello. Hello,
1: hello, hello.
0: All right, we have a, a real a thorough, full, exciting, and an inspirational um, uh, episode for you today, and I'm going to go right in and introduce our uh, my Good friend and good new great friend and guest Dominic uh, Damasky. Am I saying Uh, that right?
2: You got it. Thank you.
0: All right, welcome, welcome, Dominic. (laughs) Yeah, we are uh, sharing uh, stories. Dominic, I met on Clubhouse a few months ago, and and he has just a lot of great great things happening uh, for him, with him, and uh, as soon as we connected i was like uh we we just gelled said, hey this brother's got stuff going on and i need to be a part of that and i need to at least be connected in some form or fashion and uh now we got him on the show and uh tell us a little bit about you uh dominic and what you do and share and and we're just gonna just dive right into this
2: hey guys well one i appreciate you having me on uh it's, it's an honor to be on with some West Coasters. I'm a East Coast guy, so a <laughs> yeah. connection. We were all meant to be here for a reason and we're together today. So yeah, um, I my name's Dominic Demaski, and I have a company called Motivation Champs, and we share inspiration 24 seven, three hundred sixty five days a year and try to help other people. Um, do the same and share their story as well. So mm-hmm. if there's a way to share inspiration, Vaughn, Christy, I'm trying to do it. If there's a place I'm not doing it, you can text me or call me and say, Dominic, you are failing. You are not over here. And we will try to do better at that at that place. But ultimately, I'm just trying to make a difference and make some people smile. Yeah, definitely.
0: definitely doing that. that. <laughs> yeah there is no try as, as yoda says right <laughs> Just do... <laughs> no he, he's he's doing a great job um in just a little bit that i've known about him um he's always bringing about inspiration and he, he's a publisher as well he, um, and helps other people get their books um out and written um on all kind of stuff so i know that's just a little bit uh, but we want to, one of the reasons had you on today is, uh, he's also, um, a caregiver. Um, and we even learned just before this interview, you know, before the interview, pre-interview is that, uh, he's a, he's a double or a sandwich, a sandwich kind of a care- a caregiver, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, uh, his mom and, and, and then also for his son, but we'll, we'll we we want to start off, um, Sharing, because I too uh am a caregiver for my mom and um those that have been listening to the episodes, um, she has she had a stroke about what's going on four years now, and she had stroke-induced dementia. Uh, the beginning parts of that. And uh when we you and I were talking, and it's like, hey, it's our moms, you know, and it's like um uh, it's a, it's a whole different dynamic when the sons are taking care of the moms and uh and you were mentioning about your mom so tell us a little bit about um you know your your mom and how how you came about into beginning caregiving for her
2: sure it, it's tough it's such a tough subject and i'm this is just like the first few times i'm starting to talk about um mm-hmm. you know because your mom's your role model and your hero and protected you when i was young and when i was young and got bullied or beat up or whatever it was. She was there for me to encourage me and um, Mm. believe in me when maybe other people didn't. So to see her start to um, fall apart and dementia is a cruel disease, you know,
1: it
2: it takes, I I call it mourning the loss of the living Mm. because you start to over mm. and over, you lose them a little bit at a time, right? And then until they're there, but they're not, they're not in my mom's case, she's there, but she's not the person. She hasn't known my name for about three years or
1: mm-hmm.
2: known that I was, she might recognize someday or smile that she knows she knows me, mm.
1: but doesn't
2: necessarily know how. So it was, it was one of those things where you, you it's a gradual thing it's probably been about 10 years and you wow. start to you start to see the signs where they ask repeat the questions or make more notes or or there was a subject that was so important to you that you know mom would have mom would have broadcasted it to the world right. prior and then you have a conversation and then a week later or a day later we never talked about that,
0: right?
2: And that those start to happen more and more, and that was how the progression went about.
0: Wow, oh, wow, yes, you know you, and I don't know about you. I'm I'm in the very beginning um, stages, and you said it was about. It's been about ten years for you, about uh, yeah, about ten, um, and. So to hear, you know, you hear and you uh, continually learn about, you know, more of the stages or you read about the stages and but to experience the stages and and then the, the transition of the stages. Um, uh, we had a dementia caregiver coach on uh, Marisa Pasquini, and she wrote a book um, and I, it's escaping me right now, but we've had her on here a couple of times, but she really outlines and really helps you walk through the stages to see what's coming up next what will come up and things like that um how uh, and i know that i uh i could just feel you in every word you know uh, as a, as a as a son um share with um us if you would just how like how was the beginning of things was your mom already living with you before any of this was detected or was she independent before and
2: so my dad has a business. He's going on 80 years old and still works six days a week. <laughs> and, and they have a beautiful farmhouse. Mm-hmm. So mom still lived with dad. And but dad works so much. So we were over there, whether that meant stopping in the middle of the day, whether that meant stopping at night in, in the winter when dad was snow plowing. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a gradual, where dad has to become the caregiver, the children have to take mom to the doctor's appointments, the children have to make sure that we're getting her places in where, you know, because now you can't drive now it's not safe Mm -hmm. to drive now, even before, even before the state says that you can't drive or something like that. Right you see it yourself and having young children at the time, because it it was a nine, 10 year evolution. You are, you're protecting your children, right? And sometimes my mom, my mom went from caring for my children, you know, a couple days a week to Mm. uh, now you're making sure that there's food there, making sure that you take Chick-fil-A over, making sure that uh, to the point where making sure that when you give mom, a sandwich that you open that sandwich or that mm. you put it you could take it it got to the point where you could take that there and she would go upstairs and put it in a drawer unless right. you unless you um opened that up and watched it or then to cut it then right all, all those things so we you talk about the progression mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we can i can at any point i'm and you don't know it when it's happening at first, right? Right. You don't know at what stage you're in or when right. should you, right. There's denial. Everybody's in denial, right? I'm in denial. I'm probably mm-hmm. still in denial about maybe it was more than 10 years. Maybe I could have done this or that better. But mm-hmm. um all along, maybe I maybe I was in denial so my mom would watch my children one more Wednesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And all, all those things. That's so I, there's, there's so much guilt, right? I think all us caregivers guilt in all these ways. So <laughs> I can't, I, I'm sorry, rambling on that subject, but no, you good. aren't
1: saying anything. People aren't feeling, yeah. honey. We've yeah. all been there. So you just keep being you you're doing okay, great.
2: Okay. Thank you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> just, it's, 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 a, it's an intense thing. And going back, could I have changed things? Like, is there a magic pill that mm. I could have done looking back that would have changed everything? No. Mm. You know, I think I did the best I could. And whether if you, I always feel like if you make your decisions out of love mm. right, with their best interest in mind, right. Whether it be how I help my mom, how I, I, pay my mom's bills now you know i i i'm the power of attorney do all the banking make sure that this gets paid that gets paid if i if i'm making all these decisions with love with her best interest in mind, then that's all i can do and at the end of the day i I do still um i rest my head on the pillow at night and i pretty much fall to sleep because i think i did the best i could
0: right wow man that's that's some good stuff you're right Uh, I love what you shared and opened up about the denial or the things that you know you look back and you're like man uh, because I know definitely with my mom people were they would come to me you know it's like you know mom still went to the church my mom was a treasure in a church for 30 years and you know then some of the you know, good friends, they were like, Hey, uh, we you know you know, Celia normally is really sharp on different things, but you know, stuff that she's never forgotten in receipts or something, you know. So, there was like all of these things, and like you said, um, the, uh, you know, there, there's different occurrences, and you're like, Whoa, and scary, and you don't know what stages they are, right? you just know that it's not the norm. And I love that you shared about. That um and how you you um through the progressions and through times when it's like, oh man, it's like wow, could I have, you know, um, I had a story of me and my mom driving her like the last time I was like, okay. I said, Mom, why don't you drive me to to you know to the church? You know, drive me to the church because they they hadn't seen mom for months. And she was and uh um and I, that was the scariest drive of my life. I I was like, oh my, I mean, That's pulling in front of diesel trucks on the freeway. I was like, okay, I'll drive back. And I was like, man, and then the realization that my mom's never going to drive again. Yeah. Uh, and, you, know, yeah. and you You mentioned about denial, and it's like, yeah, I would love her to. I was like, come on, mom, you can remember, or come on, mom, you can, you know, you can, you know, cheer on. But it's like, no, that's it. <laughs> because thankfully I'm here. Because otherwise, oh my gosh, you know what would happen. So, anyway, I'm I'm talking too much. I, we, uh, we, we, yeah, no, I can to resonate with this. <laughs> right,
2: right. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, you're talking about the journey, and you were saying like you know how your father, you know, he was working. He's doing his thing. He's working there on a on a farmhouse too. Um, that's a whole different lifestyle than at least than i'm than i'm used to and, and uh, i want
2: to i want to say so one of the things that we didn't realize over time so my mom for years almost to an ocd level had the cleanest house the cleanest mm-hmm. farmhouse she was a beautician she was glamorous their mm-hmm. house had rose bushes along their painted wooden fence she helped my dad so much with business but mm. she was also a very private person so as like she did my dad's banking so and we talk about this because like all of a sudden like as she's doing his banking but you can't ask because she's private right. my dad all of a sudden his his business was falling apart and he found out through like Notices and things like that—that that it wasn't
1: just—it
2: mm. was years and years. But we all probably saw it, right, or didn't? Mm. Why didn't? Why didn't we ask? Why didn't we take over? Why? Well, it's okay. It's always worked. Right. And that's just—that's just, that's just mum being quirky. That's just. Right. Right. So. Wow. It's, just, it's intense. All. All. All about.
0: Mm. Right. Wow. Wow,
2: wow! Yeah. And uh, may I ask how many siblings uh, do you have? Um, I have a, I have a sister. I have one sister and she lives in Dallas. So across the country, so she, she always visited. Um, she continues to visit a lot, but she's, she's across the country and um, she does the best she can. And I appreciate her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Same here. My, my brother lives in San Luis Obispo, which is about four hours away. And um same thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> See actually my sister just called me the other day and she said, you know, I'm gonna send I, I, I know we pay for the beautician to come. I'm going to send them a picture of mom, how she used to like her mm-hmm. hair. And I want them to do her hair like this because it's too long now. And that's the, and that's something I would have never, uh, I, thought, never thought of. So it does take a a village, right? And so <laughs> ladies
1: touch. Yeah. yeah. It's
2: a ladies touch. So in even selecting the place that we're at. I mean, right now she's in a, in a care home and it's, mm-hmm. it's right in between me and my dad. So at, it's nice. about I can be there in five minutes my dad can probably be there in 12 some days when I'm leaving or get there I run into my dad there right, mm. <laughs> right. 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 I'll, I'll go back like now because of COVID you can like the visits are outside so right I'll say um, I'll I'll be like okay can I see my mom they're like she's outside with your dad right now and you walk around on the side and there they yeah. are um, sitting there so that's nice as far as um, just another sense of security, knowing we're so close, right? Yeah, and I, I can I can be there in five minutes, right? Yeah, I can be there at ten o'clock at night or seven in the morning. I I'm always there.
0: Yeah, that's that's great, man. That's so that is so 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 good. Let me ask you, uh, actually, Christy. I mean, I know I've been talking. Anything that you want to ask? Yeah.
1: You know, I am loving the dynamic. He is laying out such a really great um, step by step um, and being very vulnerable, which is amazingly great because I know for you men, it's a little harder to be vulnerable (laughs) than us women. And um, yeah, there's just so many things that people don't think about along the way. And one, we always when we're in it, we forget to forgive ourselves and give ourselves some grace as we're going through it. Because yeah, in hindsight, we can always look back and say, oh, I should have done. We don't get to should have, right? We don't should on ourselves. And um, yeah, we just, I'm loving the story. So please, please keep going. He's he's giving me so much great information. I love it. Good
0: stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask, how was, um, I know for me, like, you know, my mom had like a, uh, it was kind of an emergency at, at, at home. She had a friend uh, that she was helping. <laughs> mom was always a helper. She had a friend and her family living in, in, in her house at the time. And uh, there was a, it wasn't the actual stroke, but it was actually, uh, she must not have been taking her high blood pressure medication. And anyway, she was pinned under the bed and the visitor's dog had whimpered and found her that's what you know notified our our next door neighbor the angel of the block and um uh, anyway so she got to the hospital and i think she had she actually had the stroke at the hospital under all the medication and all this other stuff so um so there was like a four month uh, well there was a three-week period where she was in the hospital and in this special you know stroke victims um center and then she was in a uh, like an assisted living um, place um, as much as her her insurance with Medicare could take her. And then it was almost basically kind of like a that was a kick out. We were preparing to bring her home anyway, but um, that that uh, season was over and we were able to bring her home. Uh, what well, I was saying all of that to ask about <clears throat> what was the transition and how. What was your experience from her going from the home and and the talks with the family to, you know, I know that she's in a place, uh, a facility right now, but that transition and the timing and how how, how did that go about for you?
2: Okay. So this is a thing that it's interesting because the one thing I wrote down when you were saying that is my mom was a caregiver for the elderly wow she had, as even up until even in that 10 years she wow. was still she was treating elderly uh, like staying at their houses and taking them places and then uh, probably seven years ago she quit doing that like and you could like all of a sudden one year she didn't come home on Christmas because she was working and didn't tell anybody or mm. like, right. And then there wasn't a tree a year, you know, or there wasn't, we'd, we'd invite her to Thanksgiving and she would be working. So it, it started to be like, you knew. So, but when you talked to her, she was still defiant enough mm. that she was always defiant. So mm-hmm. that was why. <laughs> and so it's, it's interesting because, I that's the thing that I have the most guilt about because I, I don't I don't have the answer for anybody like when they say no when they right. say when it comes to Vaughn if you're trying to lift your mom up into the shower right I, I can't carry her up the steps right, I, right. I, I could slip and fall she could slip and fall I don't want to hurt her right so I can I can set out clean clothes I can wash the clothes I can um suggest I can Mm-hmm. get a bath ready i can do those things like that but <laughs> so we we got to the point where we were really struggling with that mm. and we brought some people in to help and it it didn't go well mm. so the beauty, right and it didn't work mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so we, we were in a uh just at our wits end right as mm-hmm. a family as a family we were being destroyed um just because we didn't have an answer and and you still one thing that my dad always said and he he was right about this is that person still deserves dignity
0: mm, right yeah. so you,
2: yeah you, you don't get to just manhandle them right you don't get to if they're screaming no you don't get to and so that was but what is dignity in that moment, right? It, it, the dignity. Would she have wanted this? She's saying no, but would she have wanted this? Right. So yeah. the transition, we, we knew that we were overwhelmed. We knew that things were spiraling out of control. We knew that we weren't doing good enough. Mm. We, right. right but we're trying and we have people there more people coming but they live in a farmhouse that has steps to get to the steps i mean like (laughs) that's because addition after addition they're they're just it's not conducive to um that so she's milling at night sleeping downstairs those kind of things, right? So, um, right. You get, you start to know that's not right. So all yeah. of a sudden, one day, we had had talks of what we're going to do, right? W- but, but she's not going to agree to it. But right. She, she was past that point. But it was, this is her home, and the the money that's going to cost and things. So there's all these. How would we even conceive it? So all of a sudden, one day, I got a phone call from my dad. And he said, um, Hmm. I need you to get over here. And that's not like him. He's tough, still 80, still works six days a week, going on 80. He'll be mad. (laughs) 79. He's 79. He'll be 80 next year. But at this point, you know, it's two years ago. And he called, I need you to go. I I need to know why, Dad. What's going on? Because we were always scared about what could happen. Yeah. So, um, and we had seen my mom catatonic. For a mm. while, at times she would go in and out of um, those kind of things, but not not as long. Or you know, you can. Mm. Hey, my mom, 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 time to get up. It's it's three o'clock. Time to get up today. You know. Right. Uh, and so, on this day, she wasn't getting up, and she mm. was contorted on a on a sofa, and no matter we tried to tried bathing her, warm warm bath you know tried mm-hmm. um rubbing her legs that kind of thing and when we touched her cuz we were wondering what to do right, right. She's, she's catatonic and what do we do now right mm. and knowing here's the thing the moment's getting um more intense she's there how that you try to touch her ow Okay, You're right. So, so what's, don't touch, you know, she got up enough up to <laughs> slap my hand or, okay. So what's going on here? Right. So we, we wonder, but the thing, so we know that day that something's not right, right? Can't wake her up. Could maybe, maybe it's, a, maybe she has, maybe it's diabetic. She was type, loosely type two, you know, had taken some medicine. But um, who knows what it is? Maybe is it something Alzheimer's related, dementia related? So we know that to get help, we have to call the ambulance
1: Mm.
2: because we can't get her out of the house. But also knowing this is the moment.
0: Right. Right.
2: Right? Because once we make this phone call Mm. and my mom's never coming back to this house. Mm. The marriage that they had for 45 years, she's never coming back to this house. Right. Because nobody's going to allow that. Right. right. It, it's not safe. It's not safe. Right. And, right. You can't put her in one room of that house. And, and, no doctor's gonna release her to go back to a house with that kind of steps and things like that. We just know it, just the way she's contorted. But it turns out mm. that so she's in the hospital for after a day or so, they they wake her up, but she's still angry and mad and, mm. and and in pain, and they their heart her heart's jumping around. You know, you look at those things and wonder what is going on, right? So you can't figure it out. Is this all just dementia related? And then after about three days in the hospital, it might've been longer, four days, somebody touched her leg and said, was there a fall? And we said, well, she always says she falls, right? She (laughs) said, I fell when I walked down when I was working the other day. She hadn't worked for five years at this time. I fell when I was out. When right. I went to Walmart, that didn't happen. I felt when I met Stephen Curry. I felt when I was working right. for Oprah Winfrey. All those things happened. Mm-hmm. So, we're like we don't. The so they. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's a that those aren't true. That's, right. They're they're not true. But she had, over time. They say I think it was Sigmund Freud. He says no memory is ever lost. They're just mm-hmm. compartmentalized in a different place. Right. So, um something you see on TV begins to um, marry into your thoughts and what your reality. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So
2: uh, somebody at the hospital, a doctor asked, well, did she fall? And they took her for an x-ray and it turned out the biggest ball joint you have on your hip was completely severed from wow. her leg, completely oh, wow. like like somebody took a um, a saw to it. Yeah. So that's how bad a fall she must have had. And she made it to this couch and was, you know, so, that's, so the evolution of then from there, wow. it was physical therapy, like a physical care home mm-hmm. and then trying to find the, the place that's the perfect fit for her after that. So a long-winded answer to a simple, to me. a simple question.
0: No, it's never a simple, <laughs> and, and on this show, it's like there's never a small right. everybody's answers the story, you know, and the journey, really it's the journey, because wow, all of that, you know, you don't know. And like you said, um, you know, well, she said she failed before, you know, I remember, yeah, you know so they may say things and you're like, well, is this true or is this in her truth? You know, is it
2: and can I touch on that? Yeah, and please. For, and the one thing that I think I've, I've accepted and accepted early on that has helped me get through, and I hope that if anybody's listening today, you know, <laughs> that it'll help them, is their truth is the truth, right? Mm-hmm. So to try and correct somebody, to try to say that they're wrong, their brain is telling them that they're right. Yeah. And, yeah. And so that, that alone. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not going to debate. Okay. Just accept. And if in those early days, you could redirect mom, um, right. you know, right, from <laughs> the anger she might've been in or something, but th- then later <laughs> on, it's just the, the, whatever they're saying, it's um my dearest friend, mm-hmm. the godfather to my children told me one time that when his grandmother was going through this battle, he said, when, you were a little baby. Your mother talked to you. She held you close and you cooed and cawed and didn't make words, but yet she gave you that love and you needed that love.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And said, now it's the same situation, but in reverse,
1: mm-hmm. your
2: mom needs that love. It doesn't yeah. necessarily matter what they're saying. You just yeah. give them that unconditional love. And that's, I guess what I'm trying to do. And like we talk about, man. I'm sure I'm belling in a thousand ways, but I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying.
0: Bro, I hear you. Uh, you're so right. And um, I was sharing with Christy. Christy, I I, I, I tend to call because one, because good friend, but relate. And I'm like, oh, man, like these last six weeks, you know, um, like literally per this interview, this is. Probably this the yeah. It's been the first time in weeks that I've been able to have a caregiver not have to leave like at midnight when she's asleep, You know, I was here, but you know, I was just going to do this. Challenge of mom started saying no. You know, you mentioned about this defiance. It was like
2: okay, yes. mom,
0: you got to brush your teeth. No. <laughs> and it's <the> <laughs> Okay, well, you know, like you said, you know, before it's like, okay, come on, mom, you don't want your breath. To, do you want your breath to
2: be stinky? Yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, what's the answer, right? There's no, you do the best you can. And, but yes, that that's on that list of evolution of things that's going to happen. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and you're right. And uh, one of the things that I keep bringing up, uh Marissa because in her book she she shares about that that um <clears throat> you're right uh, you said it like their truth is the truth and the, whatever their experience is the worst thing we can do is try to correct them to say that they're wrong it's like she goes, no you just you you begin to l- live their whatever their story is you jump in with their story it can be the farthest thing from the truth the reality but for them you jump in with the story. It's like, oh yeah, it's like yeah. Yesterday I went to work, you know. Um, before I would start to say, Mom, you've been retired for ten years. It's like, right. no, I went to work. Am I going
2: to school today? Ooh, you know. And you anyway, go along. And, go ahead. I just so like the disagreeal, which is part of the denial, which we all do. But what good did it do to to argue or debate it if if they think, <laughs> if they think okay. Yep, <laughs> we did go to church, you know. Okay, yeah. you know how was it? You know, you start you know, "Hey, was it?"
0: I was pretty good. I didn't really like this or that, but
2: oh, okay, well, maybe next time it's gonna be, you know, great.
1: This
2: yeah, is we'll... a conver. This is a conversation. I swear, <laughs> I had so. um <laughs> <you
0: know. laughs> okay. yep. uh, and this is good. I you know sharing with our audience and. Uh, just being able to relate <clears throat> and especially with i think it's unique Not think i know it's unique just with moms um it's, it's just different with mom like you said you can prepare clothes you can prepare this or that and this stuff but there's got to be um like like today my mom's caregiver you know she finally came in and said she hasn't had a real shower in it's been a long time i mean so i'm so glad you're here <laughs> Just so she can have a real shower, because I can't. <laughs> no.
2: and, and even with multiple caregivers out there, don't feel uh, don't feel bad about yourself or guilt. Even with multiple caregivers, even now at even at at the home where it does a great job for my mom. Now, when she first got there, there would be multiple people, and they'd still try to get me or my dad to help, yep. right? Because yep. of the routine that you know, it, it's all part of it. Yeah, the well, connection. it
1: changes, too, from um, time to time throughout their day, because I know when I worked at an Alzheimer facility, uh, we would have cer- certain people that, you know, the caregiver would go in and or the staff member and they're like, get out of my room, like, get out of here. So we'd have to do our creative redirecting and they'd come out and Christy, she's going to need help getting to breakfast or, you know, whatever. One gentleman was like, I was, his, he thought it was his daughter and anyone else that went in his room, they'd get thrown out, male or female. So they loved the days that I worked because I was able to go in there and dad, what are you doing? Come on, we need to, they're looking for you down at the, down at the dining hall. We need to go in there and get it. So it, it's such a team effort. I will say that it is a definite team effort. And yeah, in 30 minutes from now, they won't be cussing you out. And they'll be like, you know, I don't, my breath kind of sinks. Jeez. I'm gonna go brush my teeth. <laughs> so you know what I mean? It's just sure. you roll with their punches, you meet them where they're at. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a fun mm-hmm. journey. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. <clears throat> Thanks so much, uh Donnie, for you know, sharing. And um uh, you you mentioned about like even even now that, you know, when she's in a, um, in, a in a facility and that, you know, you got great people there. Um, I remember when my mom was in the facility, me and my brother were there. Every day. Um, and to be sure, because of the. Well, the, frankly, the shorthandedness or the you know, people are there for more so for paycheck rather than caring and, um, you know, we had to do a lot of uh, advocating and instructing in pop-ups, and I felt for a lot of the other, <clears throat> like her neighboring, um, you know, roommates, um, because they we would be there every day, and in the whole three months, they had nobody that was. I, mean, I was like, yeah. unbelievable. You know, of um, just like 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 no one ever. Um, and uh and it's hard i i mean and i know that that's more the norm than um uh that they don't get you know visitations and stuff so it's it's really you know great hearing you know like you're so close and even though like you know i moved my family in with my mom that's a whole nother dynamic um you know my 16 year old son now and my uh my wife will be married 22 years come on the 28th of uh, august and um but that's she cares for her parents and so this you know, so the dynamics um caring for mom and then also being a wife and in and a and and father as well it's um um thing and kind of segue you you were mentioning let, let's talk just a little bit to bringing um you were mentioning like how you would take your kids you know for uh your mom to watch them and care for them and um uh, but there was a transition but then you're also you became a caregiver for your son um kind of just naturally um <laughs> we um uh, do that you want to share a little bit about that with um with your son in the same transition kind of time
2: sure and it's funny you guys bring that up and christy had mentioned it earlier and it was something that i had forgotten about Mm -hmm. my son's my son's 15 years old he just got his first part-time job he's he's strong but at three at three years old he became all of a sudden we get a call from the school and he's crying uncontrollably and he had been drinking a lot at home like he'd sneak down the stairs and drink a Gatorade at night and then want another one. And you're like, just go to bed. You can't be that thirsty. All right. <laughs> the, the regret uh, I should have, but What could I, what could I have done different? Mm. And then, but the school was telling us we went to the pediatrician. He said, I think you need to get to the children's hospital. And within hours, my son had tubes um, coming out of his whole body. And, mm. and they said, that he was a diabetic type mm-hmm. one diabetic and that's something that right i i had i didn't know what type one was i didn't know what type two was but from three years old with tiny little arms we had to start giving this kid who i, I had only been like my mom was to me like i had only been his comfort and his
1: security
2: mm-hmm. and now i had to start poking him me and my wife mm-hmm. six times a day and wow he was he's a type one diabetic and he had to poke his fingers eight times a day, special diets. We had to, to basically our whole world changed who, who we were friends with changed. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. It was a lot for us to handle. We weren't, it probably took years for us to um, understand what was going, what, what was happening. And mm. like, if, if, if there's, those levels of, acceptance right it, it, guilt acceptance anger all those it probably took i probably walked around in anger for years and i'm Brian. I'm sure that it, I'm, I'm a big believer of um we all have what it takes to um mm-hmm. get, through the, get through the hard times right mm-hmm. um god only gives us what we can handle mm-hmm. and you know he puts this on your shoulders and and you, you he must have believed you can carry it. And right. so definitely there were times where I'm driving down the road, wondering if I, if I could carry that weight, you know, and, but you, you get through it and you, over the years now, my son struggled with the diabetes for years. And then the technology changed in a decade where it went from having to inject them to wearing pumps, to mm. wearing pumps that talk on to where I could look on a cell phone and see the, what his sugar was at a point. But, but yeah. what really happened is, I, if I want to leave anybody with hope, at some point it went from the numbers were terrible and a, a young teenager and a young adolescent didn't want to deal with it and wasn't and was angry at the world to the point where he took responsibility for it, mm. took, changed his diet, accepted mm. maybe I can control this and now at at 15 he's not a sickly boy anymore he's strong he boxes um, wow. he lost 25 pounds he grew seven inches and and now when we go to ch- to children's hospitals because we still go every three months um it, it went from them telling him all the bad things that could happen if we kept if he kept on that trajectory. Mm now they say hey cameron good job doing what you're doing keep keep up the good work and that so that all ties together with with my mom because early on in that she was caring for them right about the time that he got diabetes and right as her alzheimer's was becoming more prevalent and as a dad who's protecting his children yeah i think i was hypersensitive To my grandma had also had Alzheimer's Mm. and so and not that it's not that it's um that it's passed down or anything like that because I don't the science says they don't know that yet Uh, that's what I believe uh, to be true but um I would watch and because you had to see the the sugar numbers and things like that and and she struggled to get it not that anybody gets that Mm -hmm. but, but I could see and you had to watch and I could see she wasn't grasping it. And mm. so you start to see more and more new things that she's not grasping or having mm. her drive my children around in the car. Well, I know when the, then when my daughter was born, I know that the two of them together when she was old enough to argue with her older brother, it's enough for me <laughs> right. driving in the car, right? <laughs> but I could see that. All of a sudden, my mom got lost while she was driving them, or my mom didn't know what side of town I lived on, or that I had moved, or it started. It seemed to compound anything out of her farmhouse with her plants, where she was in her comfort zone. Right. It, her world. Her world became smaller and smaller, mm. and and I. So as a dad, I I could see that I had to protect my children. I'm protecting my mom and my children. so it it all did it, it really from one thing to another. So I guess I guess somebody thought I could handle something. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: Well, diamonds are made out of pressure, honey, so <laughs> you did great.
0: Wow. Thanks so much for sharing. Um, yeah. I, i'm i'm super full and i know that the audience is full as well and um just man being able to share and open up um uh, and, and listen to and reflect and rebound back is just it's so encouraging um it's really encouraging um uh, and that's what we need that's what this community needs because when you're in it it's lonely like you it's it's so lonely um Uh, um, and there's the different levels of loneliness not only is it lonely but well you you feel like you're all alone Uh, like you said it's like uh, I'm sure there's all kind of conversations like okay how I don't believe that you 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 said I you know you wouldn't put more on me than I can bear you know the the, okay you've this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is, you, know, you start having some real conversations about the the judgment of uh, uh or or the or the, the the trust and belief. It's like, uh, no, I think you made a mistake here kind of, you know, you, that's how you feel. And those are real.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: um so, you know, the the journey um is is something so, man, I just really appreciate sharing. It's it's hearing stories like this. Uh, and 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 journeys like this, that it's like you know what, someone else. It's a different part of the world. It's a total different circumstance, but it's all the same yeah. emotions and stuff like that. So it's good I,
2: I, I think the one thing that I'm real, I'm seeing, is this this community caregivers or whatever we are going through, whatever our loved ones going through. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we because we're, we don't know how to express that. We don't know the talk about it. Cause, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to bring Vaughn down. I don't want to bring Christy down. I don't want to bring them Right. Down. They don't, mm. you know, maybe I'm, but what I'm realizing and what I've really come to know is the community is so much bigger mm. than I, than yeah. I over this whole caregiving community. Right. Of, yeah. Of young, like Christy, you brought up like young To the children, to the parent, to the grandparent, to to the spouse, right? Yeah. So many different levels. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think, too, you know, when you like, I really liked how you were talking about your support system because, yeah, the other people in your immediate family who aren't living in your daily house with that same situation, they are hard to reach out to because they're, you know, in a different world. But if you're reaching out to other support givers, it makes a world of difference because then you don't feel as lonely. And I can't tell you how many days I had to, you know, you're in a dead sleep and you wake up to hearing something that shouldn't be, you know, Mm -hmm. in a dangerous situation. So you're now going from being asleep to fight or flight mode to help Mm -hmm. take care of that person. And, you know, a lot of emotions go through that. And so, a lot of people, unless they've been in that circumstance, they don't understand, you know, like when they call four hours later and you're like a grouchy person, what your whole day has been about, right? right you're like, right. if you knew that I woke up to the house flooding, you know, like they don't get it. But if you were to talk to someone that is in that same boat, they're like, really? Oh my gosh. Because then it's something you can laugh about in the right. high, school, right? right? You can say, well, how many buckets of water did that take you? You know, you kind of, It makes a huge difference. It makes a huge, huge difference on your support system. So I'm so glad that you talked about that. And yes, we do sit there and think, oh, I don't want to burden them because, and people will try to fix your situation. Uh That's the, they'll give you advice that won't work for your situation Mm -hmm. because they don't know what to do. They're just trying to be helpful. They're like, well, can you maybe do this? Or can you maybe do that? And you're like, hmm. Not really.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Tried that. Tried that.
1: Tried that. Tried that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Call me later. You know that kind of thing. So, it's huge. And there's nothing wrong with the leverage and support because that's what we're all here for. That's why the whole we've created this whole community. We we want to be the resource. We want to be the help because it's happening for us, not to us. We get to learn along our way. So, thank you. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this is really good. Oops, not yet. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, wow, Dominique, um, I'm, i i for like we we can go on for, uh, yeah, I mean like hours. <laughs> yes. We're gonna uh, definitely open up some things. Um, anything, anything on your heart that you, more that you would want to share with the community. Um, and Christy anything like you know
1: I do uh, I do and I will just say because I have stepped into this last year ish and a half um, really walking in forgiveness and Mm. not just forgiveness for my circumstances um, for you know other people this or that but for myself and when I started diving into that the healing that I got out of it, because now I see my my son's illness and, you know, the dynamics of the other family members around that, um, I really got to see things from a different perspective. And so my advice would be, because, you know, I'm 30 years into this, right? And I just started in the last year and a half of really jumping into forgiveness. So had I started along the way, mm. you know, whether it's a daily, it's a weekly, Be okay with where you're at. We are doing the best we can. And I love that he said the best decisions are made out of love because they are. There's a reason we're the caregiver. We, that person felt like we were the safest person to be in their arms, right? Um, They trusted us. Uh And if they trusted us, we get to trust ourselves too. And that Uh wasn't something that, you know, being the mom, just having a kid, right? I was a young mom. So I didn't, at 20, I didn't even know how to trust myself. So Here I am years later learning and just forgive yourself. It's all going to be okay. It really is. And don't beat up on yourself so much because we are doing the best we can. And that's why we talk about Vaughn, the self-love and the self-care. Just continue to pour into yourself. Love yourself as much as you love the person you take care of.
0: Yes. (laughs) Big amen to that. That's perfect.
1: And easier said uh, than done i know i know yeah. all that i know all that it is easier said <laughs> than done but it is definitely helps emotionally at least it did for me
0: yeah no that's real um and and i'm so glad that you shared that because uh, uh, i think we were, dominique was bringing up a little bit you know it's like the whether the guilt or wondering what you want to do and as you said um before about you know like us men <clears throat> you know, we're the, the problem solvers, the fixers, the, mm-hmm. okay, we we're, we're going to get the answer or, you know, something. And then, and then it's like, but you've all, you've done all you can or you think you've done all you can. Um, and then there's the mixed feelings with it's mom. I mean, just that dynamic itself, it's mom and man, am I doing enough for mom? Because we know how, how much she did for us and for our kids and, Uh, how much she gave we i mean being an adult now you realize how much money or what she invested her time her i mean it's like literally there's nothing that i this is the least that i can do to uh right you know to begin to pay back so to speak and 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 she's not expecting she's not expecting anything but just that love back and it's um um that forgiveness about uh i learned a lot of that through this i call it my six-week valley that I, i've been in but yeah. you know to begin to you know hey everybody gets in the valley um uh, but you you look back you know you did the best you can i love how you brought that up Dominic. You, I, I did it in love i made decisions in love i might have been angry or frustrated at, the, at on certain things or, or just like okay i can't do this anymore but at the same time at the heart of it, it is, I I would not, I wouldn't not do it. There's nothing like, I would not do it. There's nothing that would keep me from not doing it. And I think that's where that love uh, comes in. Uh, Yeah. So forgiving yourself, forgiving, you know, I had to learn to be like, man, it's okay. and even though you may not hear like like you know I don't hear it from mom I actually you know I I do hear it from mom and I and I know um and but sometimes she may not be able to express it or or sometimes I may want to hear it I may want to hear it um and I don't hear it um but being able to hear it, it's like hey it's okay to forgive yourself But I know you, you know you know where you're coming from and and you just accept that so <laughs> Well said. Good stuff. Dominic, please. That's so um,
1: wonderful. Yes.
0: Yeah. We gotta have you back. Uh before yeah. we go, I wanna make sure that um I think this would be a perfect time. Tell us about your um, you do several, but you have several books um you're publishing, but tell us about a little bit about your new book um that's coming out. Um and and uh we wanna we wanna make sure we share that in, with the peoples.
2: Okay, I, I so one I, I am a I'm a publisher of books. So I for for a living I help authors from around the globe share their story, whether it be a a woman that's beat cancer four times, whether it be somebody like Brian that you've come across who broke his neck playing high school football, who now he hunts fishes. He's quadriplegic, hunts fishes, or a gentleman Paul Gray out in Kansas who his mission is to share God's grace and love. So mm. Paul Paul wins every day if one more person knows that God's God is good and God is grace and love. So mm. all these different people we help them share their stories. And I've I've written over over the years I've written some books and they've been more in the self-help business type books and I thought I wanted to help my mom share her story. I thought The least I could do Mm. is help my mom tell her story less than not about being a victim. But here Mm -hmm. I am, a guy that runs a publishing company, wrote books, but I couldn't talk about Mm. my mom's story. I couldn't, you're right, (laughs) for an hour (laughs) I told you I felt guilty (laughs) about this, couldn't talk to this. So all this is going through my head. the The one thing that I was able to do was write. Now, I didn't know what I was going to do with it. So I, I was writing and thinking about all this stuff. So um, I, my mom's journey, unfortunately, collided with 2020 and all those crazy things that happened in 2020. So I thought I owed it to my mom to tell her story. Mm-hmm. I wanted to write a uh, love story. Mm-hmm. And I've never a love story between a mother and a son. So right. So I tell people I'm writing a love story.
0: <laughs> I love it.
2: Yeah, they're like, hmm. yeah, yeah, this is, I'm going to try to tell a story about unconditional love between a mother and a son, wow. and all these other things that came and happened, like Alzheimer's and 2020. Those are the, the, just what we were all going through. And and so then the book is, my name is Sharon. And I tried to tell that story and the, it you'll be able to find it on Amazon and things like that. And I hope, I hope I did my mom justice. I, I wanted to write a love story of just how she cared for me from that time when I was that little boy and then how things changed to where we're at today. And, and, and because it's a genre that I've never done, I, I, I'm vulnerable. I might've wrote, I might've wrote things that I maybe I shouldn't have read or shouldn't have said. And, you know, I, I did the best I could. And I yeah. hope, I hope that she's <laughs> and, and enjoyed the book.
0: Awesome. Oh, yeah, man, we're, we're going to have definitely um, tell us how your, you know, your link, your webpage, and how people can get a hold of you and, and, and all of what you do and um, share with us, please.
2: Please, if you want to, if you want to share your story, we're Motivation Champs, www.motivationchamps.com. You can find us on any form of social media that at Motivation Champs. We're there sharing 24 hours a day in some capacity. It could be any one of those stories I mentioned. It could be a gentleman named Chris Worth who is sharing notes he's passed out over sixteen thousand notes that like you make a difference you matter wow you no know, never give up and he puts them in people's cars Sixteen thousand notes and wow so we, help, we help people share their story and positivity any way we can and that's motivation champs and the book my name is sharon will be on amazon or available at um motivation champs but yeah right, thank you guys i appreciate that opportunity
0: Oh, absolutely! We will have it. You'll see it. Um, <clears throat> you'll see it on our website. Definitely connect with uh, my man Dominique. You can also find him on, like I did on Clubhouse. Um, he runs a room. Uh, uh, what's the title? Remind me of the title. I just we, we do
2: too. We do. <laughs> one is called Sharing Inspiration on Clubhouse. That's Monday afternoon. It's always a great panel of people just coming in and sharing their story, and the other one. I do with a buddy named Neil Haley. He's a social media and clubhouse guru and influencer. And we do a show called clubhouse publishing, podcasting and all things, social media. So we're just trying to help. I'm a believer that we all have a story to share and it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if you do it via podcast, via publishing, via, um, Uh, going out and speaking on a stump like lincoln did but (laughs) share that story because your story can make a difference so we're just out there trying to help people share
0: their yeah yeah good stuff man good stuff christy i am like overflowed you have anything else my cup is full i'm i'm just
1: so full love right now
0: yeah thank you guys Dominic man I am so uh, thank you for your time and thank you for being on the on 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 the show and um <clears throat> I'm really super I'm, I got all of these notes here I, I'm super in, you, you've inspired me you inspired me when when we first met when we first connected and then when we had our our meeting our our zoom and um just every time it's like all what you're about it's like you know what uh uh this is really helpful and inspiring to do more of what like what we do like shit like you said you, everybody has a story to share and um it's these stories that are so helpful and uh to be it, this really i don't know if i don't know if you can you know how they say like double and triple fudge cakes and stuff like this is like double triple inspiration <laughs> to to continue to do more uh more of the same uh of this to help you know get more stories out and people so uh um uh so thank you man thank you for what you do thank you for all that you deposit uh into the world and to the family uh all you deposited today into i know my life for christy um and then to all of the thousands that are 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 listening to us and that will hear this episode you know years down the line um so yeah we just appreciate you man I, i appreciate you and uh looking forward to the next time so when you have when your book is full release we'll have you back on and uh we'll 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 talk about it you know i don't know we'll just say hey um to our audience we had you on before um but the book is out here uh and and we'll we'll help promote that for sure absolutely
2: you guys are great thank you i'm full (laughs) as well so thank you
0: awesome awesome man All right. Well, this wraps up for this episode of the Caregiver's Care Jar. Um, Please um, like, subscribe, and share. Uh, Let others know. Um, And if there's anyone, others that, um, those that are listening, if you have similar stories or you resonated with this, please let us know. You can uh, email us um, your stories on our webpage, caregiverscarejar.com. Get in touch with us. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, we are always welcome to have stories. We know that it's just this endless, um, everybody has a different situation. Uh, We talk about answering the call to caregiving. And um, for our our fellow people that have uh, answered the call, uh, this is where it's at. We want to share and help and encourage and give the support uh, that's needed for us while we are on literally the front lines all the time. Um, So we want to continue to give encouragement to you that this is happening for us and not to us. And, um, and that we want to make sure that we are pouring into our cups so that we are full overflowing and that we serve from our saucer. And that's what that's what our thing is. Make sure we serve from our saucer, saucer not a half filled cup. So, um, yes. all right. Christy, any last departing words as we get ready to wrap this up?
1: No, you said all the good stuff. All right. Yeah.
0: Make, make sure I didn't forget. All right. We want to say a big shout out to uh, Michael. <clears throat> uh michael who is our editor and he takes care of this programming um and does an excellent job and uh until next time everybody uh, continue to give out your care continue to love yourself forgive yourself feel yourself and uh, dominique once again uh thank you so much for sharing the vulnerability and stories and we're looking for that the book and all the other stuff that you got going on with your uh, authors and, and the family all right thanks so much blessings to you